ever have a bad dream? You say, well, I don't want to talk about bad dreams today, but what can you do with bad dreams? And does God want to talk to you in good dreams? So I'm going to share something very personal. Some years ago, before Sarah was married, I was in Japan and I was ministering there and I had this horrible dream about Sarah. I mean, just a violent, ugly thing of the enemy. And I got out of bed and I began to rebuke the enemy and I began to pray in the spirit. Now, that didn't come to pass in her life, what I dreamed. And so I learned something that we have the authority of the name of Jesus. We have the authority of his word over the enemy. And we need to know what are good dreams? What are bad dreams? You know, what are just soulish dreams, pizza dreams, that kind of thing. And we have the best guests Sarah and I do today. Sarah, tell about her book. Jean Hammond and it's Dreams and Visions. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you for so coming much. with us. We're glad yes, to have you here. You guys. We're going to hop in. I'm going to ask you some questions sure. here because people watching were like, eh, you know, dreams and I don't know. Can it help me understand that? Because sometimes it feels a little bit ethereal, like elusive, right? right? But I want to encourage you, if you have a need in your life, remember this. We always love to pray for you. So whatever the need is, if you have a financial need, sometimes we get discouraging news from work or family stuff, and we love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and give us, let us have the honor of getting to pray with you. And Jane, you know, talking about dreams and visions, how'd you get into this stuff? Because it's a little bit of a weird subject, kind of. <laughs> for some people. Yeah. For some people. Well, yeah, true. Well, yeah. you know, uh, years ago, probably, probably over 30 years ago, I started having dreams. I, I've always been a dreamer. I've always had a lot of dreams, but I didn't realize that God was speaking in the dreams. Then I had several dreams where what I dreamed actually came to pass. They were very literal sorts of dreams. Wow. I had one dream about um, one of my younger brothers that was uh, very traumatic. He was coming through an intersection and uh, in the dream, and as he was driving through the intersection, somebody did not stop and came through and hit his car, rolled it over three times and crushed his car and killed him instantly. Very traumatic dream. And I woke up and I began to pray for him. Well, the next morning, as he was on his way to, to school, he came through an intersection. Somebody didn't stop at the red light, no slammed way. into his car exactly like I'd seen in the dream, wow. rolled his car over three times and his car was crushed. But the difference was my brother walked out of that accident without even a scratch on his body. And it, when you have an experience like that, you realize, wow, God is speaking to me oh. in dreams. I need to pay attention. And so I started this journey of going into the Word of God and finding out what the Bible has to say about dreams and visions. And I found something phenomenal. There are over 50 instances in the Scripture from Genesis to Revelation where God spoke to somebody in either a dream or a vision and helped to reveal his heart, his will, his mind towards those people. Over 50 instances, this is not a sideline issue. I realized that this is one of the main ways that God really wants to speak to us. And then I saw in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, that, uh, that when the outpouring of the Holy Spirit happened, Peter got up and he quoted from the book of Joel, and he said, listen, in the last days, God's going to pour out his Spirit on all flesh. And here's what's going to happen. Your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. Prophesying just means we're going to hear from God. We're going to hear the voice of God and be able to say what God's saying. But then he went on and said, young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams. 
And I don't believe that just means when you stop having visions and start having dreams, that's how you know you're old, okay? I think that that is just saying, I think, it, I think what it's actually saying is that when the Holy Spirit is poured out, we get this revelation mantle that we start to actually be able to hear from God, whether we're awake, whether we're asleep, whether it's through that still small voice or in our daily activity, God wants to speak to us. Wow. He does, he does. And you know, right now you may be sitting there and thinking, I'd like to ask Jane a question. You know, I have this dream. I have that dream. Is this from God? Is this just my flesh? Is the enemy harassing me? And you can't be here and ask her the question, but you can get her book. And I'm telling you, this book will show you how dreams and visions come from God. And you will be able to discern with scripture what is flaky. You will be able to discern what is from God and what is the devil trying to do to you in the night? And you can have authority over it. So the book is very important for you. And I just feel that some of you watching this program, you're very depressed today. I mean, you are down, down. Call us for prayer. We're not going to counsel you, but we'd love to pray for you. And if you have loved ones who are depressed, leave their names. Because folks, we don't have to be depressed. We have the mind of Christ. But when you call... I would get the book and get several and give them to others. That's really good. And, you know, I feel strong in my heart as well, Mom, that some of you watching right now, you've been having dreams um, and you didn't quite know what to do with it. And you're not watching this time, this moment, this program by accident. In fact, it's a divine alignment. God has led you to this time, this program, to watch, to help you work through that dream stuff and to help you really realize, oh my goodness, this is God getting my attention. So hop on the phone, get on the website. This is going to be a huge resource for you to kind of walk you through and bring you really, oh my goodness, elevate. What does that mean? I don't get it. How do I apply it? What, is, what do I do with this stuff? Elevate that into some really significant transforming things. Now, Jane, you know, you talked about your brother and the car wreck thing. Can you talk to us about maybe not a relative? Somebody's talked with you on the plane or something like that. I had a dream and you're like, wow, here's, because sometimes we feel like it's, you know, evasive out there or not evasive, but just you can't kind of get your arms around it. And somebody tells you this dream and you're like, I don't know. What, how do you right. do with that? Right. Well, you know, um, because I believe that God always wants to speak, um, even if uh, even if the person is not a believer, see it, it says in Acts chapter two, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh, mm -hmm. not just on Christian flesh. Right. So when I first wrote the book, I wrote the book mostly for believers, so that believers could learn to hear the voice of God. But then I began to realize, you know what? God is pouring out His spirit on unbelievers as well, and that we as the believers need to be the Daniels and the Josephs that can actually start interpreting the dreams. Wow, that is so cool. For people that are maybe don't know the Lord and have access to the voice of God. There's actually a phenomenon that's going on in the Muslim world today is that 60 to 70% of the people that are, uh, that are Muslim, when they're told the gospel, they will say, I know this man, Jesus, I've seen him in a dream. And Jesus is appearing to, to people in dreams in Buddhist nations and in Muslim nations and in other nations that are closed. But he's looking for Daniels and Josephs that can interpret their dreams or help them to know that that's God. Now, not everybody in the audience knows who you're referring to with Daniel and Joseph. It yes. might be their neighbor down the street. So right. walk them through sure. what you're talking through okay. in the Bible. What, what does that mean? Yes, so, so Joseph and Daniel were both uh, Jewish men 
that found themselves in a place where, in Joseph's case, it was the Pharaoh of Egypt. The Pharaoh of Egypt started having dreams, and he said, I wish there was somebody here that could interpret them. And so they went and they got Joseph, and he came and he interpreted the dream of the Pharaoh of Egypt. Daniel interpreted the dream of uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, who was this wicked, violent, ungodly pagan. But God gave him dreams. God gave this pagan king dreams that literally turned his life around uh, because Daniel was there to interpret. And so perhaps somebody's watching today and they know that God's been speaking to them, but maybe God will use them to actually interpret the dream of an unbeliever. One day I was at my son's soccer game and a lady walked up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and said, excuse me, are you Jane Hammond? And I said, uh, yes. And she said, okay, well, I had this dream. And I said, okay, well, hang on, hang on just a second. <laughs> time out, time out. And come to find out that somebody, she was getting her hair done and she was, she was telling them that she had the, this bad dream and they said, well, you should find this lady Jane Hammond. She can help you interpret this and, and, and she came tracked me down at a soccer field. I asked her a couple questions. She was not a believer. She didn't know anything about God, but she had a dream that was bothering her. So I said, tell me your dream. And it was very traumatic. It was a very scary dream. But as she told me her dream, God prophetically opened up her life to me. And I was able to say to her, you know what? This is what God wants you to know. And I spoke into her heart and tears started rolling down her face. And I said, we are, I said, Jesus really loves you, and Jesus mm -hmm. wants to save you. And the whole reason he gave you this dream is to, to prove to you that he is real and that he knows you. Because ultimately, it's all about connecting people to the heart of God. Mm -hmm. And so standing on the side of a soccer field, mm -hmm. I was able to lead that woman to the Lord. And you know what? I know this in my heart. Some of you watching right now, you're in university, and you have flatmates who are having dreams and they're telling you their dreams and you kind of don't know what to do. God wants to use you to interpret those dreams. Man, I'm telling you, I, like I know this, like, and you need to like get on the phone and you're like, I'm a college student, I, have, I don't have any money. Yeah, you do. Get this book, because <laughs> I know quarters and pennies, I get it. But I'm telling you, God wants to speak through you to those flatmates um, that he has a plan and a purpose. And those dreams, man, that's a supernatural way to validate the presence power more often than not, the love of God for those individuals. Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. my goodness. I was on a plane next to a man one day and, uh, and I just said, and he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm going to do a seminar on understanding our dreams. Notice I didn't say anything about God. And he said, well, I had this dream. And as I, and he told me his dream. And as I started kind of probing him about his relationship with God, he, he was a self-professed atheist. But through the dream that he told me, God opened up his life and I was able to basically prophetically speak. Now, I didn't like say, yay, let's say it, the Lord. I just started saying, you know, this is something that I feel like God wants you to know. And God put his finger on several areas of his life and tears just started rolling down his face. Wow. And he said, how could you possibly know that? And I said, you know what? I don't know that, but God knows that. And God knows you. And let me tell you, he did this because he loves you and he wants you to know him. Wow. And he allowed me to pray with him. An atheist on a plane allowed me to pray with him because God touched his heart because of a dream. God is so cool. <laughs> he has so many ways to get to people. How do we know this? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so this is a way to reach the world, you know, because people like to talk about their dreams, right? And so be sure you call in, get the book dreams and visions. It will help you minister to people that you're involved with. And of course, leave your prayer requests because prayer can bring people to Christ who 
don't want to hear you, don't want to have a book, nothing, give us the names of unsaved loved ones, and we're going to be right back. Does God really speak through dreams and visions? Is He speaking to you? In Jane Hammond's book, Dreams and Visions, you will learn to understand and interpret God's messages to you so that you can live fully in His purpose for your life. This concise, practical guidebook will lead you through biblical texts, demystifying the language of dreams and visions so you can communicate with God in an important new way. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you this anointed book along with Marilyn's two-CD teaching, Dreams and Visions. Discover spiritual ways to check the validity of dreams and visions and learn what the Bible says about them. We will also include our Dreams and Visions scripture card. Unravel the scriptural meanings of dreams and visions and discern when a dream is prophetic direction for your life. The voice of the Lord is speaking. Don't miss it. Call or click today for this valuable resource. Hey there, we are so excited. Oh my goodness, we're going to Dubai and Hungary in October and we totally want you to come with us, not just for a vacation experience, because it's gonna be, of course, super fun and lots and lots of tourist stuff, but we have some really important things for you to do to contribute and to minister. Mom, tell us a little bit more about this cool trip. Well, in Dubai, we have healing meetings and I need you to come because the more hands we have to lay on the sick, the more miracles we'll see. And you don't just come just to see, you come to be used. And then, of course, we're going to Hungary. I've been to Hungary so many times, probably 15, 16 times to Budapest, and there you will see things you've never seen. And one of the largest churches in the world is there. And imagine you can be a part of seeing that and ministering in Hungary with us. You need to go. We're so glad. Oh, my goodness. We're super pumped to have Jane Hammond with us and your book, Dreams and Visions. All right. Now, we were just talking offset. You know, my kids every morning, hey, you know, I always ask them, do you have a dream? You know, no, mom, <laughs> stop asking about the dreams. And here's the deal, and probably you as well. We don't remember our dreams. Right. Scientists tell us we dream all the time. Right. Right. But we just don't remember them. And uh, before I ask you this question, remember, of course, we want to pray for you. So whatever need you have, we'd love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. But help us on some of the practical stuff. How do I remember my dreams? Well, I think one of the first things is understanding that God himself may be speaking to you in a dream. That's one of the first steps is just understanding that there's value in your dreams. It's not just an imagination. It's not just a dream, but that God himself actually could be speaking to you in a dream. And if God's giving us messages, he could give you direction. He could give you warnings. He could give you insight into your life. I, I know people that have been healed in their physical body through their dreams. Uh, Solomon received an impartation from God right. of wisdom in a dream. So really, I mean, these are very, very valuable messages messages that God brings. So I think the first thing is understand that God himself wants to speak to us in a dream. So how do we remember them? Well, there's really no substitute for getting up and writing it down or recording it. I wish that there was something that was easier than that, but you see there chemically, there's a, a, a chemical in the brain that takes things out of a short-term memory and prints it into a long-term memory. And the way that that happens is that you purpose to remember it. So either by writing it down or 
everybody has a smartphone today. Just open your smartphone, mm -hmm. hit record, speak the message of the dream in there, and it'll be safe for when you get up in the morning because we don't have to stay up all night long interpreting our dreams. We'll make ourselves crazy if we do that, okay? Sure. <laughs> and we'll never get any sleep. But if we can record the dream, then we've got the details. In Daniel chapter 7, verse 1, it says, even Daniel, the prophet, had to write down his dreams. It says he wrote down the main details. And so, um, and so I encourage people to have a, a notepad by their bed, have your iPad or have your cell phone, some way that you can actually capture that dream and take a moment to, uh, to, to, to record it. Uh, my husband had a dream last year. I'm, I'm, I'm telling stories on him. I'm sorry, honey. Um, but he had this dream and he said, honey, I had this dream last night. He said, in the dream, he said, he said, the Lord said, I'm going to show you the steps that are necessary to bring this nation into full-blown revival. And so I'm waiting for the message. And he says, that's all I remember. <gasps> I said, oh, did you not write it down? <laughs> Have I taught you nothing? <laughs> and so, see, the, the Lord had showed him some things, but because maybe we don't take time to write it down, the details sometimes get lost, and then the message gets lost because we don't capture the details. So once you write it down, what I like to do is the next day I like to pray over it. I like to ask the Holy Spirit. If this dream comes from the Holy Spirit, then we need to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what is it that you're saying? It's just like the disciples kind of, when Jesus would give the parables, the disciples would come afterwards and say, wow, that was really awesome. I have no idea what you said. Can you please explain to us mm -hmm. what that parable means? Well, that's the same way it is with the dream. Lord, please explain to me what this is. Then I'd like to take it and break it down into the symbols, into the, the, the individual pieces of the dream, make a list down one side of the page, and then as the Holy Spirit uh, kind of stirs you, write two or three words that des describe what that symbol would represent to you. And I really see it really as like putting a puzzle piece together, puzzle pieces together. It's like dumping the puzzle pieces out and then you find out kind of how they all fit together. That's the way that it is when God speaks to us symbolically. We're able to take the puzzle pieces, understand what they represent, fit them together, and then understand the full message of what it is that God's trying to say to us. And anytime God speaks a word to us, he will never contradict his written word. We've always got to make sure that whatever message we feel like God is speaking to us is accountable to the written word of God. And so I usually encourage people go in and get some scriptures that validate that this is what God's saying, that this is the way that God speaks. And I always encourage people before they make any major move or any major decision based on a dream or a vision, please talk to somebody that is your spiritual counselor or your pastor or your spiritual oversight to make sure that you're hearing correctly. This is so good. And just where you live, I mean, this is where I live. This is where you live. And you say, yeah, I don't, because dreams are kind of picture language and they give you pictures, but you don't always know how the pictures go together. And so I encourage you to get the book Dreams and Visions to know how the picture goes together, you know, and that you don't just get out of sync, but you stay in with the Bible and see how God, because usually he's trying to tell you something in many ways and many times. It can be dreams, of course, the scripture, sometimes people, sometimes a circumstance. And how do I know how to move in that? And so Jane really has revelation knowledge for you. 
get the book and of course leave your prayer request we'd love to hear from you but I want to say something about dreams now I read this and I don't know if this is true so I want to ask you a question okay. I heard that the last thing you see before you go to sleep goes through your mind seven times in the night now so when I want to memorize scripture I like to read it you know before I go to sleep and sometimes Sometimes I will have a dream about the scripture. What do you think about that? Well, I think that there's there's merit to that. I think that when we when we getting ready to go to sleep and when we pray and we ask God and we say, Lord, um, speak to me through your word, speak to me through my dreams. I believe that that creates an atmosphere over our life that is an expectant atmosphere for God to come in and begin to speak to us. There's many times that um, I travel the nations, as do you, and my first night in uh, a new nation, I'll say, Lord, before I go to bed at night, right, my last thing that I'll say to the Lord is, Lord, show me what I need to know on this ministry trip. Show me what I need to know about this nation. Show me what I need to know or what I need to discern about my assignment while I'm here. And I, I promise you, probably nine times out of ten, I will get a very clear dream about that specific area or the specific people that I'm with because I've set myself in a place of expectation right before I go to bed, right before I drop off to sleep, that has created an environment for God to speak into. You know, Sarah, I think this too, if our children watch something violent right. before true. they go to sleep, uh, that can be a real dangerous thing. So if you're walking, uh, watching something that is ugh, real violent, how, you know, I don't think this is a healthy thing to do. <laughs> and we want healthy dreams and we want to hear from God. So don't watch violent movies and violent things before you go to sleep. Take a promise of God and just say it out loud. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's key for you. What do you think? You have children. Yeah, and, and we absolutely work on that. But the other thing I wanted to point out in this book is chapter 12, you talk about, and, and a couple chapters in here, you talk about the language of symbolism. And I like what you do here because you don't, like, get this, you know, like, here's exactly concrete. I like that you keep it a little loose around the edges mm -hmm. because what's meaningful to you is, like, can have the opposite meaning for me. And sometimes the other thing, I think, let me ask you this question. Feelings, like mm -hmm. something you see in a dream and it gives you a feeling. Yes. Do you do, what do you do with that? You should absolutely always write down or record what the dream made you feel. It's always relevant um, because, because it will usually reflect something that God's trying to speak to your heart about. The number one reason that God will speak to you in a dream is to deal with your heart to speak something to your heart. Wow, say that again. The number one reason that God will speak to you in a dream is to minister something to your heart. Nice. Okay, and uh, you can see this with Nebuchadnezzar. When Daniel came and, and interpreted mm -hmm. the dream, he said, the reason that God is giving you this dream and this interpretation is to show you the thoughts mm -hmm. of your heart. Mm -hmm. And so God will use a dream to reflect the thoughts of our heart. Mm -hmm. I had a dream one time where somebody had pulled all the grass out of my yard and instead planted row after row of turnip greens. <laughs> that was the whole dream. Yeah. It didn't mean anything to me. I hate turnip greens, so mm. uh, that was not something that was good. And the next morning, I got up and I went to the store. And before I walked into the store, a little old man walked up to me and stuffed a bunch of turnip greens into my face and said, do you want to buy some turnip greens? After I just had this dream about turnip greens. I said, Lord, what are you trying to say to me? And this is what he said. He said, I'm getting ready to, to pluck up the things that are pleasant and comfortable in your life but I'm gonna replace them with things that you don't like 
but they're really good for you. Nice. Hey, nice. did you hear that? Nice, nice. Did you hear that? Oh, that's so good. God wants to do good things in you today. God has wonderful, wonderful plans, divine destiny. Don't give up. Work up. Does God really speak through dreams and visions? Is He speaking to you? In Jane Hammond's book, Dreams and Visions, you will learn to understand and interpret God's messages to you so that you can live fully in His purpose for your life. This concise, practical guidebook will lead you through biblical texts, demystifying the language of dreams and visions so you can communicate with God in an important new way. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you this anointed book along with Marilyn's two-CD teaching, Dreams and Visions. Discover spiritual ways to check the validity of dreams and visions and learn what the Bible says about them. We will also include our Dreams and Visions scripture card. Unravel the scriptural meanings of dreams and visions and discern when a dream is prophetic direction for your life. The voice of the Lord is speaking. Don't miss it. Call or click today for this valuable resource. It's a total delight, Jane, to have you on our program. Thank you. Love your book, Dreams and Visions. Um, I'd like to ask you as we finish out today, would you pray for our audience that, number one, that they would remember their dreams, but I would say this as well, that, that God would help their hearts, yes. you know, from those dreams. Yes, I'd be happy to. Now, I just want to just speak to you because I believe that God wants to begin to reveal His heart to you in a brand new way during this season and I believe that he wants to encourage you and increase you in your ability to hear his voice. So Father, I pray right now, Lord, that each and every one that is watching this program right now would begin to experience your Holy Spirit on a brand new level. Lord, speak to us in dreams and visions. Open up our hearts, open up our minds, open up our understanding, Lord. Whether you speak to us literally or symbolically, Lord, let our ears be tuned to the voice of your spirit. I pray right now, Father, for all, all of those that may be tormented by nightmares that may be tormented by demonic dark dreams and father right now we take authority over those uh, those harassments and those uh, those the those I intimidations of the enemy and right now lord you said that you give your beloved sweet sleep so we bind up any demonic false dreams and lord we thank you for just covering us with your holy spirit and creating an atmosphere and an environment that is rich with revelation and rich 
rich with your word. Lord, deal with our hearts. Help our hearts to grow, to mature, to heal, and to come into our place of destiny, Lord, as we hear your voice through dreams, as we hear your voice through visions, and as we hear your voice in all we do throughout the day. In Jesus' name. We believe, don't we? And we receive. It didn't just go over your head. <laughs> you are receiving the anointing of that prayer in your life.